Welcome everybody to another episode of The Business Boys, episode 79. Chilling here with my Sleeman Clear 2.0. And uh, with me as always is my main man Spence. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Chilling with my H2O. A little bit under the weather this week, so no booze for me today. Uh, it's also snowing here. Like, what the fuck is going on with this weather? It's 20 Same degrees season. last week. So it's a mess, but hey, man, uh, basketball is picking up in the season. Uh, baseball's back, which is fucking awesome. It's been great. I've been watching a lot of baseball. It's great because it's on during the day, so I'll put it on the background while I'm crushing work. And uh, yeah, that's about it, man. I, I made French toast today, so it was a good day. French toast was great. Uh, can't have a bad day when you started with French toast. Yeah. It was good. You got that's your true. swag on. You got the Kevin Garnett hoodie on. A little bit on, a little bit off. KG. <laughs> you got to show You got to show the front of the hair. Absolutely. Um, so I saw this. Uh, it was a couple, a couple weeks old. I honestly thought it was a joke when I saw it. But there's this new movie coming out on Netflix. Uh, the Home Team. So it's essentially uh, Kevin. Is a Kevin James movie that's going to somewhat kind of be about uh sean payton his seat so he's gonna be sean payton but it's like about like when sean payton was banned from the nfl and he coached his son's like 14 year old football team so it's like gonna be about that i don't know are you like a kevin i I heard about this no i kevin james is no i'm not a big kevin james fan uh paul blart not for me I don't get the like Sean Payton, Kevin James. I guess they're not going for a per- perfect physical match. I, I I don't know, man. Like I I read about this. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is all I thought. I was like, this is probably gonna be terrible. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like know. a what documentary do or like a, it's just like if a NFL like the story is like an NFL coach like has to sit out for a year and coaches his son's team like way too intensely, I think is the gist of it. It's not like about Sean Payton. It's like about Sean, the scenario. I, oh, the scenario. Oh, oh. Uh, Sean Payton <laughs> doesn't seem like a, like a gregarious fellow to me. He seems more like a, the quiet analytical guy. I, I just don't, you know, Kevin James. Okay. I mean, we'll see. I'm going to watch it. Even if it's you shit, didn't I'm like going to watch Bart it. You like Paul Mall I mean, I get the comedic appeal to laugh at it, but uh, no, I don't think it's a, a steak sauce movie at all. I, I heard it was like, I've never seen it, but I heard it was like, just like so stupidly perfect, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I picked it up at Blockbuster previously viewed. I bought it for like two ninety nine back in the day, a little throwback. So it was, uh, you know, I've spent $3 on worse things, but uh it wasn't a great investment. I'll put it that way. And are you really going to rip like look, King of Queens was, I have seen like an episode or two. It sucks, but like you got to give him props for making the pizza in uh, in hitch. He was great. Uh, in yeah. Hitch. I forgot he was in that. Look, he's fine, man. I, he's a Chris Farley replacement. He's, he's like a poor, poor, poor man's Chris Farley. Yeah. 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 He's aggressively mediocre. Like, if you go over the Happy Madison, the Adam Sandler, like, crew of friends who, who he puts in every movie, I'm not a big fan of a lot of them. I'm not a big David Spade fan. Not a big Kevin James fan. 
Rob Schneider, I, I do like Rob Schneider, which Rob a lot Schneider. of people. I'm not a big so. Adam Sandler fan, really either. Yeah, you, you're not a big Sandler guy. I love Adam Sandler. I fucking love. I was watching Big Daddy the other day. That's one of my favorite movies. Big Daddy is just ah, it makes you laugh. It makes you sad. It just plays with your emotions and has so many hilarious lines. I've never seen it. You gotta check it out. That's that's an, that's terrible. That's a uh, crime. We, <laughs> we had some other TV news that I know you're not going to be happy about. Uh, I literally saw it earlier today. So there's a How I Met Your Mother quote-unquote sequel. Uh, as if the fucking ending wasn't terrible enough. Um, and it's going to be starring Hilary Duff. Ordered already at Hulu. Um, so it's pretty much going to be like How I Met Your Father uh spin-off i don't know if they're gonna tie it into they don't know if they're gonna tie it into the original but apparently like the the original creators of how i met your mother are a part of it now the question remains i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna check it out but the question remains is it gonna be like early season how i met your mother you know they've taken some years off maybe some time to reflect and come out with some great creative genius or is it gonna be the fucking extend the show money grab piece of shit it was from season seven through nine. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's the latter, man. They, they they pretty much blew their load the first four seasons um, with all their good ideas. So I don't know. Doesn't sound great. I think sequels in general are, are pretty, pretty much a miss uh, across the board. But yeah, I guess I'll check it out. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, not all sequels are terrible. What about Shrek 2? I haven't seen it in a while. Um, Not as good as Shrek 1, I would say. All right. From the top of my Uh, head. But, yeah, okay. Die Hard 2 wasn't bad. Um, Yeah. What's another second? I guess The Dark Knight is many people consider the best of the Batman trilogy. Okay. Rambo. Like, Rambo 1 is the best I I do love the second Rambo when he's in the jungle. Yeah, (laughs) it's awesome. awesome. (laughs) But all the Rambos are sick. Who does yeah. he fight in Rocky 2? I just rewatched Rocky 1. Doesn't he refight Apollo Creed? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, all the Rockies like, are good, except the new ones. Yeah, he fights Apollo Creed, Apollo Creed, Mr. T, the Russian dude. Drago. And then Street fights the other guy he was training in the fifth one, right? I don't know if I've seen the fifth one, the new one. It's garbage. It's fucking garbage, but... <laughs> He's like 60 sh- years old in it. The street, yeah, because like he's not boxing anymore. He's like training a kid, and like the whole premise of the movie is that he trains the kid, but like neglects his son, and then the kid turns out to be like a dick, and then he beats the shit out of him in a street fight. Sounds like uh, a pretty simple plot, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't make it too. <laughs> they all are with, <laughs> with Sylvester Stallone, you know. Yeah. Terminator 2 is better than the first one. That's true, yeah. Ooh, yeah. It, 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 they're close. They're both amazing. No, like, yeah, but in the second one, you Arnold, cheer for, for I guess Arnold. you do get it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, T2 is awesome. Anyways, enough about fucking sequels. Um, looking forward to checking those out. Do not have high expectations for either one. We're eight minutes in. We've talked about Hillary Duff and Kevin James and nothing else. What else? I mean, we we've been yeah. off for three weeks. Like we gotta we gotta. It's gonna be a long one here. Yeah, let's get into it. 
All right. Well, first, I want to give some NFL draft props because the draft is next week. I love the draft. I've watched every draft for the past like 12 years. I know you don't really give a shit. You you get see the Bucks pick afterwards and you're happy. I, I'm I'm all in on the draft. I love what I don't know why. It's just like 20 guys sitting around a table talking about college kids and like what they might be good at at the next level. Um, I'm just like, I guess I'm fascinated by like the team building like perspective of it. Um, so, so the thing with the draft prop market is like, they move like crazy. You got to bet them early. So there's not a ton of value left on the board. Um, but I'll give you a few picks that I kind of like. I like taking long shot stabs. Uh, I like Javante Williams first running back drafted at four to one. I also kind of like Travis Etienne 2.3 to one. Uh, super long shot Christian Barmore first defensive player 80 to one probably not going to happen but 80 to one couldn't help myself he's the only legit first round defensive tackle thinking the Lions might do something stupid so I like that JC Horn cornerback son of Joe Horn uh, you probably remember that name from the Saints yeah also bet him first defensive player he was 17 to one he's down to 4.3 to one now so Got some good line movement there. Then the three that I think you can bet, uh, they're not great odds, but I think they're pretty good. The one that I think is the lock is over four and a half wide receivers drafted in the first round. Bet at 1.43, not great odds. You got to bet a lot to make some money, but I think that's a lock. And then total defensive players in round one under 13 and a half. Uh, about even money on that. So very offensive heavy uh, top of the draft this year. A lot of good receivers. There should be five quarterbacks going in the first round. Uh, maybe even in the top 10, five QBs. And a lot of good offensive linemen as well. So not a great defensive draft. I'd rather be under 14 and a half, but uh, I'll take the under 13 and a half on that as well for even money. There you have it, folks. There it is. I'm going to get it. Right. So I wrote those down. I might get it on some of that action. Yeah, I I think the over wide receivers and under defensive players are are pretty good bets, but uh, some of the player ones are are fun to bet as well. Nice, yeah. Um, I guess as we slowly transition out of fun stuff into business stuff, uh, which is also fun, of course. Um, so Altria and, and Philip Morris stocks a little tumble in the past week on news that uh, the Biden administration wants to reduce smoking. So no smokes with your pancakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially they want to either do like a lower nicotine level or just remove menthols or both. But they want to reduce nicotine levels to the point where it's quote unquote not addictive. Um and like some people also want to make smoking illegal for anyone born after 2004. Like that's kind of fucked. I don't, I don't like, you know, I get that it's bad and I get that it makes things more expensive if you live in a, you know, like a high tax free healthcare type of shit. But um, it also makes your, like you smoke, you, you pay more, you, you hire insurance premium. Like, uh, oh yeah, big time. So I don't know, puff away, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of conflicted, man. Like, it, it's probably the right move to lower the nicotine levels. And, like, like honestly, like, sometimes I wish they just banned cigarettes, like, made them illegal. Because then I wouldn't be tempted to go buy more. 
But then also it's like, fuck off. It's my life. If I'm drinking, I want to have a couple smokes. Let me do it. So um, kind of standing on both sides of the fence on this one. Yeah, because I, I do agree that it's not good for you and this and this and that. But you can't just like, we can't just become a society that takes away everything that's not good for you and says, like, oh, no, you're, it's bad for you. You're not allowed. And it's like, yo, I fucking worked all week. I want a fucking cigarette. I don't do... I don't do blow. I don't do heroin. I don't do fucking whatever. Like, just fucking let me huck down a cig with my beer. And then fucking by the cold light of my laptop on a Friday evening after work. Fuck. It is pretty good. Yeah, I see. I, I can see it both ways. Like, I, I understand why there's uh, some pressure on uh, getting rid of them or lowering their levels. They're always against the menthols because I, I don't know why menthols. I'm not a big fan, but I know they're disgusting. Uh, I know girls love menthols. Yeah, they're like the they're like the white claws of the smoking world. Uh, don't don't put that on white claw, man. Come on. No, I'm 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 moving against white claws these days. All right. Of, what, what's your what's your reasoning? Nah, you know it's all about the. It's all about the two calorie sleeping clear point two point Or is that a baby can? No, it's a regular can. I just have big hands. Oh, you gigantic! (laughs) (laughs) It looks like a baby can. You got Andre the Giant paws over there. It's a three fifty five ml. Okay. Uh, going back to the white claws, man. Like hard seltzers are are, like everyone like Corona hard seltzer and all like Budweiser hard seltzer. Everything is hard seltzer now, and they're selling like crazy. And I gotta say, I'm I'm a fan of a lot of them. They are they are good. They are good. You don't you don't drink it all night. You just throw in a couple, you know. Yeah, especially if you're having like one of those like you know midday barbecues that turn into a late night party. You need a you need something to switch it up. I agree. Yeah, get some electrolytes in you. It's like you know, a vodka we, Gatorade. I think it's just because I follow this Instagram page called uh, Commence Suckdown slash Friday Beers. And they they, they they pump up the, the light beers and they, they shit on the, the seltzers and the, and the White Claws. So I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'm in, I'm in on the war. Uh, okay, I get it. I get it. You got you to gotta have someone to hate in life, you know? Otherwise, what's the point of living? Got to have an enemy. Exactly. Right? Aladdin had Jafar. LeBron has, I don't know, KD or whoever else. Yeah. And you got White Claw. Exactly. Seen it. You get me, man. <laughs> and uh, we got four kind of big, bigger topics today. Um, shit's been going down in the market. What do you want to start off with? Well, I think the biggest one was uh, the biggest news that everyone kind of knows about was the Coinbase Direct listing um, Bitcoin and, 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 and Dogecoin and Doggy and to the Moon and all the, and all the Doge. chatter lately. Doge is, yeah, Doge is, I should have done zero research on Doge and just bought it. Because uh, as soon as I did research, I was like, all right, this thing is legit like a joke. Um but my first instinct was because it was like worth three cents, like people were just gonna buy it, buy it up to a buck. Anyways, yeah, Coinbase, Coinbase, yeah. It's got like a direct listing last week. Uh, CEO and a bunch of uh, early investors sold a bunch of their shares to the public. 
Um, it was like approaching a hundred billion valuation at some point. Today, it is around sixty billion. Uh, some pretty insane valuation growth from where it was like five years ago. Um, quick dive into the numbers. 2.8 million monthly transacting users, 43 million verified users, 456 billion lifetime trading volume, 90 billion assets on platform. By the way, if you don't know, Coinbase is just like uh, an exchange where you can buy and sell and invest in cryptocurrency. Like literally any company. Like there's like tons of competitors and like it's... Yeah. You just Kraken, I think, crypto. is going public soon. Uh, I'm sure the... What's the Winklevoss one? Gemini? Gemini. Gemini. Because they're twins, and Gemini is the twin, right? Oh, shit. I didn't know there was meaning behind it. That makes sense. I literally just figured it out now. (laughs) Way to put two and two together. That was was impressive. (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. Like, uh, obviously, given the the rise in popularity and the rise in price in a lot of these cryptocurrencies, some pretty insane revenue growth, uh, over 100%, I think around like 150% from 19 to 20 uh, with 1.275 billion in 2020 they're actually profitable with great margins so that's encouraging for a new public company and uh, trading volume also up over 100 percent year over year to 193 billion Um, obviously they make money by transaction fees i guess the big question is like with all the competition and we saw it with uh, stock brokerages you got Robinhood coming in and charging $0 transaction fees. Is, is that kind of where we're heading for crypto? I think we're, we're definitely going to have lower fees in, in five, 10 years. Um, it's very useful, I think, for like commercial clients, like companies who are looking to buy Bitcoin. Like They, they probably have to get in touch with uh, Coinbase or something, and, and they can like facilitate that. So um, overall, like like pretty solid stock. I mean, the big valuation, but it deserves it. And uh I guess the question is like, do you own, do you want to buy Coinbase or do you want to just buy like Bitcoin or do you want to do both? Um, I would kind of rather own the underlying asset, but that's just me. And I've definitely seen way shittier direct listings or IPOs. So wouldn't be surprised if the stock is way higher in a few years. Right. And I guess it goes hand in hand, right? Like one, like if you buy yeah. Coinbase, it's just, you're assuming that they're going to like, you're, you're assuming that the crypto market is going to go way up or yeah, up. Exactly. Uh, but all, everything is going to be done through Coinbase. Whereas if you buy just straight up crypto, you're assuming it's going to go up, but could be bought through other platforms also. Yeah, exactly. I think their biggest risk is like competition right now. Um, but yeah, I've heard some negative things about Coinbase customer service, but pretty sure every, company that has customer service has negative comments so take it with a grain of salt yeah you get a lot of crazies complaining on the internet well it's like it's uh, like some people just need it you need a little complain you know you, you need that little power in your day gotta rage go rage um yeah anything else on coinbase no i got nothing man yeah, so it, it's kind of gone down since uh, it went public a little bit. Yeah, I heard, I, I actually, I mean, this is, a, I heard. I saw a article, and by saw the article, I didn't click it or read it. I saw the uh, title of the article, which is a terrible way to share news. But um, it said something about how the, like a bunch of the, a bunch of people who own stock were kind of 
set to dump shares and cash out a, a, at least a little bit. Um, yeah, direct listing. Yeah, is, you know, made bank. Oh. I can go buy go buy that house. Oh, KD made bank supposedly. He was an early investor in Coinbase. I uh, don't oh, know how KD, much he bought, yeah. but uh, his stake now, I don't know if he sold, is worth like 53 times what it was when he invested. So making some moves off the court. He also invested a million in Postmates, which was uh, sold to Uber last year. He's a good investor. I feel like this, he's yeah. like the weirdest dude, man. Like I feel like he's just like a child that loves basketball and just like spends his time and on Twitter. Loves ripping Michael Rapaport. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I, I don't know. I thought it was a super like bait move by Michael Rappaport to put, um, to post that. Like it's like a private message, yeah, dude. That's not like, cool. Not cool. Don't be bait. Like, yeah, that's a shot below the belt for sure. What a ween. Yeah, not legit. He's terrible. I I know I don't watch it anymore, but he used to go on the Undisputed with Skip and Shannon, and I couldn't stand him. I hate that show. I hate both those guys. All they yeah, do, like their whole job is just to make outlandish claims so that yeah, people the, can post the, it on social show. media and entice conversation. Oh, I want, yep. I, I I would choose uh, Seth Curry over Steph Curry any day. And then it's like people lose their mind. And it's like, that's why he said it. But anyways. Yeah. Agreed. But uh, obviously people watch it because they get paid a shitload of money to do that. It's insane. I know you also uh, had, uh, we, we kind yeah. of talked about uh, Microsoft buying Nuance for a whopping $20 billion. Mm. Yeah, second biggest acquisition in their history after the $26 billion deal for LinkedIn. Uh, Nuance, yeah. AI speech tech, um, 23% premium over the market price. So, so not an egregious uh, overpayment or anything. $20 billion is a lot of money, but Microsoft's a $1.5 trillion company. I, I think it might be $2 trillion now, so they, they can obviously afford it. Um, bolster Microsoft's voice recognition and further leverage uh, their presence in the healthcare market. So basically, Nuance it uses deep learning to transcribe speech, speech and improve its accuracy over time by adapting to users' voices. And they license to many tech services and applications. Uh, most notably, they powered the original Apple Siri. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. <laughs> what do you think about Siri? I, I, I kind of hit or miss. I, I'm not a big user, but I, I very like. I'll, I'll use Siri to send me like some reminders sometimes. Like, hey, just remind me to call this. But uh, she who shall not be named because she's sitting right behind me from Amazon is uh, I, I find <laughs> way better. Yeah, and I don't believe I think Nuance has some done some work with Alexa, but I don't think it's the tech behind it. Uh, yeah. Typical Amazon doing their own shit. Um, so basically, like yeah, with the digital transformation we we've occurred, um, you know, from like they have a big uh, healthcare presence. So from medical consultations to board meetings, university lectures, uh, remote work has created some some new opportunities, and, and Microsoft could integrate Nuance's technology into its existing software, like Microsoft Teams or even uh, offer it independently as part of Azure cloud business. And you know what uh, else the, I the, love? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I get these um, 
Like, you ever get, like, voicemail transcribed? Uh, I've had a couple, yeah. I find it's pretty... I really, really like it, actually. Like, getting voicemails in sales and, and stuff like that. I can just click and read it instead of, like, having to go and enter my password and all that shit. And I actually think it's pretty accurate. Right, right. And it's Apple or Bell. I don't know. One or the other. So, so as I was saying, yeah, Nuance has a big presence in the healthcare industry, which is obviously a massive industry. Um, it's Dragon Medical One platform uh, is tuned to identify medical terminology, is reportedly used by more than half a million physicians worldwide and in 77% of U.S. hospitals. Um, so really, like, Microsoft's also buying customers here. Um, they, they, like, customers use Nuance, they can go pitch something like, hey, you should use Teams, you should use Azure, all these enterprise software. Um, good cross-selling opportunity, huge-ass market. I got, uh, maybe I got a quote from Microsoft's. By augmenting the Microsoft Cloud for healthcare with Nuance's solution, as well as the benefit of Nuance's expertise and relationships with EHR system providers, Microsoft will be better able to empower healthcare providers through the power of ambient clinical intelligence and other Microsoft Cloud services. So a big push into healthcare by Microsoft. Um, Amazon's been pushing into there too. It's a huge-ass market. And uh, so I think you're acquiring some, some good tech for the future, promising tech, but you're also acquiring hopefully uh, and probably a shitload of customers overall b plus acquisition and i'm a harsh grader i'm a tough teacher <laughs> i like it and, and like you said it's, it's it's such a huge market and like i was watching something recently and it was just kind of like we we, we focus so much on healthcare and and it's almost like our pursuit of immortality right like anything that can help us live longer like you know 85 not enough 100 is not enough like what can we do to you know continuously continuously live longer um so i think like it's just something that will forever be massively invested in by by people of course yeah of course of course and the more people more need for healthcare. yeah nowhere but up um, let me run through the Apple Spring event quickly, which took place yesterday. Of course, I did not watch it, but, uh, you know, you got the typical, mostly mundane announcements from Apple. Uh, you know, new iMacs with new colors and uh, the new M1 chip, which is their uh, ARM-based CPU. Uh, same with the iPad Pro. It has the M1 chip. Uh, these things called AirTags, which uh, they're like little pucks almost. Um, you attach it to shit. Or things and uh, not actually shit <laughs> but uh like your bags or your keys like your purse anything that you need and might be lost you you kind of attach it to it and then you can use your phone to find out where it is um precision tracking feature that allows the phone to point specifically to where an item is so uh you'll never have to be like where are my keys again iOS 14 and a half, some new features, um, nothing too special there. They got a new purple color for iPhone 12 and mini. That was a separate announcement. Don't know why. Like, whatever, it's purple. Like, okay. Uh, Apple TV, 
now um, redesigned remote. Uh, they got a new chip, the A12 Bionic. Uh, how dope are Bionicles? Those are sick. Oh. A little flashback there. Bionicles. And then uh, probably the biggest news. Actually, this is kind of this was kind of like a bigger announcement, but uh, they're really making a stronger push into podcasts now. It's Apple v Spotify and podcasts. We we've highlighted on the podcast on our podcast about Spotify's insane push into podcasting, buying Gimlet, buying another one I can't remember the name, uh, paying Joe Rogan, like Michelle Obama, Kim Kardashian. A ton of money to exclusively have their podcast on Spotify. So Apple now they have um, they launched the Apple Podcaster program, twenty bucks a month. Provides creators the tools they need to offer podcast subscriptions and like help manage ads and stuff. Um, they're completely redesigning the app, and uh, yeah, just kind of uh, a big focus on, on podcasts, which I think does make sense and will definitely increase their their services revenue. I'm sure they'll they'll keep their cut like they always do. They're nice thirty percent. But uh, we're gonna have a pod podcast wars just keep getting heating up. It's insane how we just keep like all day long. Our goal is like we just become more and more like robots every single day. <laughs> just like nonstop sucking in information, nonstop doing shit. Like I like we are we have become so fucking productive it's insane yeah man i mean the it, the more i think about it like we're just heading towards a ready player one future which a uh, great book if you haven't read it uh, i haven't seen the movie yet but it, it's pretty much like everyone like lives inside a virtual world full time um which is like a a better like crazier anyway it doesn't matter to get into future's going to be fucked man like you can buy like like virtual land now with the, on these NFT things and stuff. Like, yeah. Not worth getting into. Not worth it, man. Yeah. All right. And finally, yeah. Um, we had an announcement from NVIDIA about... Uh, a new server CPU that they are working on. This was uh, obviously using the ARM-based processor, which they acquired last year, and um, kind of their first foray into the CPU. Uh, NVIDIA known for GPUs, but uh, obviously a huge presence in data centers. Um, so this ARM-based CPU, which is called Grace, named for Grace Hopper, the US computer programming pioneer, I love the way they name stuff in NVIDIA, man. Jensen is just a beast, the CEO. Just a machine. Absolute unit. Absolute weapon. Um, so this, uh, anyways, it'll it'll power today's fastest servers. Um, and it's pretty crazy, some of the early statistics. I hope I wrote it down somewhere. It was like 10x. Yeah, yeah. Deliver 10x the performance of today's fastest servers. Um, yeah, so... They're pitching it to data center owners, uh, hyperscalers like Amazon, AWS, and, and Google. It's a way to harness artificial intelligence software more effectively and improve the ability to make sense of the flood of data they receive. Training a program using a trillion data points of information might take as long as a month currently. Grace will reduce that to three days. 
which is nuts. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> For end users of cloud services, that will lead to computers that can understand natural human language and make online automated help much more effective. Um, again, they're they're attacking one of Intel's most profitable markets. I mean, Intel from NVIDIA and from uh, AMD just getting absolutely um, competitively fucked up the ass. And uh, they, they better <laughs> got to respond, man, because... AMD and, and NVIDIA are just, it's its amazing some of the work they're doing. Sorry. Very what, nice. What were you going to say? Well, I was just, I know that, like, one thing I, kn- I learned recently, because um, I, I heard of a friend who got a job at, like, Net- Netflix, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, re- like, what's that shit called when you, like, reduce greenhouse gas emissions and stuff like that? sustainability is the word i'm being told from esg over here and i was like what's like what like how does netflix become like what are they why are they unsustainable like what is it so i didn't know that like all these servers and shit just cause like so much heat and so much like oh yeah like some the pollution whatever you want to call it when like you know if, if these are getting like way more powerful and way more like you know crushing stuff down from from three months to three days or whatever it is are they are they are they more efficient like does that mean we reduce that or is it just they're just running so hot so fast that it's uh it's detrimental i don't know exactly i know like i'm sure there's there's going to be a lot of focus on like that a lot of these data centers are powered by green energy um, so they'll probably just have a shitload of solar panels on the roof and uh, maybe some friggin' wind farms in the field nearby. But uh, I would assume uh, with more power comes more responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> more, more, more emission uh, type thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the energy consumption, I'm assuming, is going to go up, but I, I don't have the... The facts on that right now. You don't have the hard data and the in- environmental no. impact of the no. articles. They didn't <laughs> highlight that in their in their presser. I'm Probably, sure. I'm sure uh, if it was better, they would put it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I have a hard time believing um, when you're going 10x better or something, it doesn't require more power to uh, actually run that more electricity. Right. Because you think maybe like, oh, it takes less time to do shit, but we'll just end up using it for more shit, not, you know, turning it off after. Yeah, but uh, Moore's Law, man, chips just keep getting better and better. So I actually don't, I actually have no idea about your your question. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe it's the exact same. Yeah, who knows? Oh, was random ass question. No, I think it's, I think it's an important one. It's good good stuff and uh yeah that was that was it for me on that that's the four main topics uh today nice yo in other news did you know how fucking expensive compressed air was i did not like you that's ever not bought, my area of expertise like you ever like you know these like uh like to, to clean your computer, like your keyboard and stuff like that. You get that thing. I was expecting that to be like four bucks. Like I like, you know, like pump up my tires at the gas station or whatever, but it's like 15 <laughs> bucks a can. I went to like clean Damn. my inflation, bro. 
I don't know. I went to clean my PlayStation the other day because I saw some article that said I should clean it more often, and it was probably dirty yeah, as shit. Gross. It wasn't even that dirty. And I bought this thing. Whatever, it's clean now. But then I was like, I went around like the house, like cleaning fucking everything because I was like, I better get the most use out of this fifteen dollar bottle of air. It is pretty cool though. They look fun to use. I've never actually used one. They are fun. <laughs> Uh, no, I've, I've never, I probably should, man, uh, clean, clean my PlayStation and, and some of my keyboards with the physical keyboard. I usually just smack it down on the table, <laughs> but uh, you can't do that with laptops. I don't actually work with a keyboard. I've been told it's, it's dumb, but I just like, what do you mean up on a laptop? So I oh, can't do that. Yeah. Can't just sumo, sumo plex it onto my desk. Yeah, no, you can't. Um. I prefer typing with a physical keyboard. It's like obviously at my desktop, I have to use it, but I find you get better action on it. Makes sense. Plus, like I, re- I realize, like I hunch. Oh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a hunchback in Notre Dame over but here, like, man. If you, if, if your screen can be like, sometimes I'm like, why are these people so far from their screen? And it's like, well, they have a keyboard, and you can sit back here and type and look at the screen. Right. Whereas if you're on the laptop, you gotta tip, tip, tap away. It doesn't work for me because I'm blind and I need to be close to my, I need to be close to the action. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it, it's like whenever I play a video game, I need to be like right up to the screen or, or else I'm not playing as well. And, and same logic applies when I'm doing work. Dude, I got to actually tell you before we head out, uh, I got this uh, video game. So I, I was... <laughs> It's actually funny. I was at my, I was at my uh, girlfriend's parents' place, and like I guess like one of her exes from like eight years ago left it there, and I was like, "Yo, what is this game? It's called Def Jam Vendetta, and it's oh, on, yeah. it's on GameCube, and it's literally like a wrestling game, but with like DMX and like fucking like Ja Rule and Christina Milian and Method Man." Red Man. Yeah, dude, I, I've rented this game many times back is in the day. It, is it amazing? Yeah, it, it's pretty freaking good, man. Like, it's not, uh, like, you, you get a you get a kick out of it. Yeah, like, I'm not, I, I know I'm not, like, logging into my PlayStation here to play, like, something great, but, yeah, like, it looks pretty ridiculous, and I'm pretty awesome. It'll serve, it'll serve its purpose. Nice, nice. Yeah, you, you'll, you'll be satisfied. It's a wrestling game, man. It just has amazing characters. And I've, I, if I remember correctly, like hilarious props and stuff. Perfect. Yeah. Just that was, a, that was a classic order. GameCube game. All right. I got, uh, I got nothing else to say. <laughs> Me neither. I'm spent. All right. I'm spent, buddy. Good to be back. Let's get, get get us out of here. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to uh, yet another episode of The Business Boys, and we shall check you later. Peace out.